Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to this week's episode of The Podcast in My Head, the podcast where you, yes, you there, get to listen to the podcast that's going in, on in my head, Jesus. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's riveting topics, if that's what you want to call them, I've got one question for you, and that is, have you done your daily dose of breathing? Because if not, fear not. For I am here to do it with you. So what we are going to do is we are first going to inhale. And exhale. We're going to inhale again. And we're going to exhale. Much better. I'm actually doing this from my new Windows computer as opposed to the, uh, I think it was a notebook that I had before that I was doing this on. I don't know if that's going to at all change the sound. Likely not because I'm still using the same old mic. I'll get a new one. I want to get one of those ones that like hang down, uh, you know, that make you look like you're in a, in a booth. You know, speaking of, I'd like to actually get a booth, an actual room to do the podcast in. You know, that would be kind of cool. That way my voice doesn't echo as much. I would do it in my bathroom because I've heard a lot of people who do that or in a closet. But unfortunately, my bathroom was added onto my place as an extension. This was originally one unit that was split into two because, you know, why make a million dollars when you can make two million for the cost of, you know, 30 grand, right? Anyway, um, so the bathroom was like added on afterwards, and this wall is is about as thin and shitty as a wall can be, okay? So pretty much leaves blowing around outside, you can hear from in my bathroom, all right? So that's kind of out. And then my closets also share the wall with my neighbors. I unfortunately do not have a closet that does not share a wall with them. And uh, like I've said before, one's got two large dogs and one's got two kids. So, yeah, that's not going to work out too well. I'm surprised you don't actually hear them now. Um... Jesus Christ, that really went off the rails there. That was not what I was... Oh, yeah, yeah, I was talking about, like, having a booth. So, having an actual booth would be nice, but if this does sound weird, please let me know. It makes things a lot easier. So, I can try to keep this podcast as high quality as it was always meant to be. So, first thing that I'm going to talk about is this crazy story that I heard like three or four days ago, okay? It happened in like South Carolina, and essentially there is a Hispanic woman and a black woman, and the Hispanic woman is doing something like putting groceries in the trunk of her car when the black woman approaches her and they get into an argument, okay? Now, the... Uh, witnesses, witnesses say that these two did not know each other. It was uh, you know, clearly a you know heat of the moment confrontation, right? So the two women are arguing, and at some point during this argument, the Hispanic woman spits on the black woman and then turns around to continue putting groceries into her car. This 
is when the black woman uh, pulls out a gun and shoots this woman two times in the back of the head, blows this woman's brains out in front of her infant and two-year-old. The Hispanic woman's infant and two-year-old. Blew her brains out right then and there. Um... Now, I can only assume that this argument had something to do with, like, the right of way. Maybe one of, you know, the black woman was waiting for the spot, something. I'm not assigning blame onto how this started because I wasn't there. Um, and the really, like, sad thing is that I was looking into it just a little bit before this because, again, I wanted to be educated for this high quality podcast of yours okay this 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 premium listening content uh but uh, i was looking into it and the sad thing was that the hispanic woman's ooh ooh we still there the thing uh darked out on me okay uh the sad thing was that the hispanic woman's younger brother had been shot just 6 days prior to this event i don't know if uh, he lived or not, but it's just incredibly tragic. And as incredibly tragic as that is, I would have done the same thing mm, eight chances out of ten. Okay? Here's the thing, people. And this is what I don't think people understand. This That sort of reaction does not surprise Really, like, any person of color, I mean, I'm sure that there's plenty of white white people too, but I think that they're also the ones that are the most surprised by this. They're the most, oh my gosh, I can't believe that she would kill somebody over this. Look, spitting on somebody, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day about it, and we had a conversation about, essentially, is it worse to get spit on or to get, like, shit on or peed on, okay? And <laughs> I know we have some strange conversations. Okay. So here's the deal. All right. Now when we're talking, they're all equally nasty. Let's, let's just be honest. They're, okay. They're not all equally nasty. Let's be honest. That That's a horrible example. How can I twist this to actually fit what I'm trying to say? Um, imagine if you, Jesus. Hmm. Man, I should really scrap this part <laughs> and just come back when I actually have the reference. Um, okay. All that I can say is that I probably would have done the same thing. Spitting on somebody is one of the most disrespectful things that you can do because it's actually not about the cleanliness of it, though that is certainly, certainly a factor, okay? I've been spit on before. Okay, I've uh, but here's the deal. It was accidentally where people were talking and just a little something, you know, comes out that happens. That is fucking disgusting. It is disgusting, uh, but it's not that serious. And I'm not going to you know, rock somebody's jaw over that. Okay, but to intentionally spit on somebody. I mean, look, you see it in historical shit where <laughs> It's been a sign since the beginning of time that spitting on somebody was the ultimate form of disrespect, okay? Uh, and that woman's reaction, that woman's reaction, 
reminds me so much of myself. I'm so incredibly glad that I don't own a gun and I never will own a gun. Okay. Um, Self-reflection is important, people. And I know the kind of psycho that I am. And I am that kind of psycho. All right. I think about it when I get cut off in traffic. I think about what if I just had something in my glove and you just don't even deserve to have back tires. Like, I just want to, ooh, is it your kids in the... No, 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 no. <laughs> Not going too far with the kids, but you guys get the idea, okay? I know what kind of psycho I am. I can't have a gun, okay? I can't. Um... <laughs> Is there even anything like like funny to even say about that? I mean, okay, how about this? I'll tell you guys a story, okay? So one time when I was in middle school, <clears throat> about 12 years old, little mini Jonah, even though I was never small, and I was sitting at the lunch table, right? So there's this guy sitting next to me, and... I accidentally bumped into him. I think I was trying to get up or maybe I was just shifting in my seat and I accidentally bumped into him. And before I can even turn and get the, oh, hey, my fall out, this guy has already pushed me back. So I'm kind of you know annoyed at that point. Like there was no need to fucking push me. I was literally going, you know, turning to say, hey, that was my fault. It was an accident. What the fuck? So I pushed him. So then he pushed me. Stupid shit. Okay. Again, 12 years old. So we start pushing each other. So it gets to, to the point where I'm standing. So I had a, uh, he had a bottle of water. <laughs> and he splashed his bottle of water on me. So I spit on him. When he spit, when I spit on him, he took his cup of top ramen and threw it on me. <laughs> All down the front of my shirt, okay? I had rehydrated carrots and peas under my balls, okay? So I uh, flabbergasted, for lack of a better term, take a step back, and I kicked him. He was, he was, he was still sitting, I was standing, and I kicked him on the back of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Really tried to paralyze somebody <laughs> over a little fucking shove and some soup, right? It wasn't even hot soup, okay? Then when I threw this kick, I slipped on the soup and fell on my ass. <laughs> okay? And that right then was a powerful, powerful lesson of why you don't spit on people. And I'm lucky that that was all that I had to deal with was some soup and, and uh, bruised tailbone, okay? People out here are crazy, and I don't know why people seem to think that when you move in the world that people are going to move around you, and that's not the way that it works. It's not, okay? Unless you're really, really big and really, really ugly. People are not going to move around you, Okay? That is an unfortunate lesson that this woman had to learn the hard way. And that Hispanic woman had to learn the hard way. You don't fucking spit on people. And it's crazy. Like, this is people in public, too. They were in a, a grocery store parking lot, apparently. But, you know, even at school, you never know who you're going to uh, 
come into contact with. You never know who you're going to meet, you know, with all these damn shooters that we got nowadays. You never know. So I truly could not fathom doing this in an even more public setting, like a grocery store parking lot, especially like if I was in the right, if I was in the right, I just really want to know what it was that that black woman was saying that was making her so upset, that was making her so angry that she felt like spitting on somebody was the proper thing to do. This whole thing was pointless. This whole thing was stupid. Oh, man. And it sounds like I'm putting it on the Hispanic woman. I'm not. It's actually, the black woman actually turned herself in like an hour and a half afterwards. Yeah, she, yeah, she called and turned herself in. And yeah, she's definitely getting charged. Uh, I am not going to be looking, uh, keeping up with this unless it happens to come across my feed. And then I might keep you guys posted on that. Which is really, really crazy shit, people. And uh, is that all that I want to say about that? You know, it's really funny, like, you hear you hear on social media all the time where women will say things that, like, you know, women settle things peacefully. Men are the ones that are violent. Men are the ones that are always quick to jump to violence. I don't know. Spitting on somebody and then getting shot. If I had told you about that, you probably would have guessed that it was two men. This one would have thrown you for a loop, huh? So, yeah, that's, that's... Anyway, moving on, right? So... What have I been up to, anime-wise? I am wrapping up with season one of Fire Force. I watched it before, but I want to rewatch it because I haven't seen the second season. I'm not going to lie. I'm finding it kind of hard to stay motivated to actually go through with season two because I think the more that I watch Fire Force, the less and less interesting it is. Outside of Hibana... I, there's really not much reason that I'm seeing to keep going with it, but I will because I've essentially seen a combined total of two seasons is worth of this series. Then after that, I am likely going to watch season two of Dr. Stone. I've been really, really looking forward to that one. I watched the first season a while ago, so I'm definitely going to rewatch that again. Plus, it was just so damn good uh, and fascinating. And then I will probably hit season two of ReZero. ReZero is a weird one because that doesn't get interesting until like, I don't remember if it was 12 episodes or 24, but if that, but if ReZero is 24 episodes per season, the first season doesn't get interesting until like 14 episodes into it. And then it just picks way, way up. But I'm still going to watch season two of it because I'm curious to see if it's going to go darker. Hopefully, it's not going to end up like Sword Art Online, where the first season is quote-unquote fire, and then everything after that is just a slow decline, okay? But I got home the other day, and my girlfriend said, hey, I watched like an episode and a half of this anime, and I realized I had to stop to watch it with you or you know to wait until you could watch it with me and i thought oh that was so nice of you and i actually did something really similar to her when she and i watched gate okay um i saw a character in it and i said oh she's going to love this person so and it was funny she was actually getting home at the moment that i that 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 character was on screen and i was hey baby this person's for you she looks and goes oh yeah I, i know who that is i've seen her 
because I forget that my girlfriend's an actual bigger weeb than I am. So, but the anime that I am referring to is Records of Ragnarok. Okay, and I know, I know, you guys are gonna say, "Oh, you're watching this," but they did not do the original material justice. And I just want y'all to know that I don't care. Okay, I don't. Um. <laughs> Uh, a friend gave me the idea because of those people that are going to say read the manga first is better. A friend actually gave me the idea. Hold on, I'm going to pull the, hold the mic here in front of my face. I'm turning because this desk is not tall enough for me to put my legs under. So I don't actually sit properly at my desk, y'all. Anyway, um, what's it saying? So a friend gave me the idea to actually consume the inferior media first and his reasoning was well if you watch the inferior media uh, media and you like that then you're really going to like the actual good material and i thought about that for a second and i said okay that's fair that's fair but then i thought "Mm, there's some exceptions there's more than a couple of exceptions okay uh this is not the case for dragon ball And I want to specifically reference Dragon Ball Evolution. It's the only Dragon Ball Z movie. Actually, I'm sorry. It is the, yes, it is the only live action Dragon Ball Z movie. And um, it was released in, hmm, I'm going to say around 2010, 2011. Because I think I was in high school. And Oh my god. So if you've never seen anything Dragon Ball before, or maybe you just know Goku, right? You know, you're just one of those people, hey, I know Goku and Super Saiyan, right? If you see, oh, they're making a movie, Dragon Ball Evolution. Well, let me go check it out. This is my chance to go check out, you know, Dragon Ball. I promise you, you are going to think that Dragon Ball is garbage. There is... Not enough time in this episode for me to even talk about all the things that are wrong with Dragon Ball Evolution. But let me try to make just just a couple of comparisons, okay? So, for the older folks, right? You guys remember when uh, Becky's character in Roseanne got replaced and people just wasn't loving that? Yeah, it was kind of like that. Remember when, see, I was going to say for from an older black folk when Aunt Viv got replaced, but honestly, we was, nah, because we definitely was rocking with the dark-skinned Aunt Viv, okay? Do y'all remember, right? I don't know. I don't even have any more comparisons for old people, okay? But if you don't understand any of those, all right, I don't know what to do for you, right? So, <laughs> so it's not true for Dragon Ball. Um, and this, I'm not an expert on, but I don't think this is the case for The Witcher either. Uh, I played Wild Hunt, and I thought that Wild Hunt was amazing. And then when the series came out, I watched the series. And at least the first season of the series, I really enjoyed. I thought that was cool. Uh, I thought that they didn't anywhere near stick with the games but hey whatever but then i learned that the witcher is actually a like novel series uh 
And from what I understand, the people who read the book say that the show is an abomination and the and the video games are uh, silly also because it's apparently not really, you know, about him fighting the creatures, right? Even though the game is really, that's what the game is about. Uh, but look, the game is fire, okay? If you haven't played The Witcher, play it. Uh, I haven't played the previous ones. I'm not really interested in it. They're apparently coming out with a new one, and I'm definitely going to pick that up and try that out. But yeah, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, amazing. That's free advertising from a company that doesn't know that I exist, okay? So anyway, this anime, Records of Ragnarok, right? (laughs) Guys, this anime is crazy, okay? Okay, so I'm only going to spoil it a little bit, all right? Uh, I'm going to talk about the first fight, all right? Because the premise of this anime, wait, five seconds. The premise of this anime is essentially the gods have decided that humans are fucking it up, which, I mean, we pretty much are, and they're just going to end it all. They're going to wrap it up and bring Ragnarok, okay? And one of the Valkyries who, um, there's 13 Valkyries, they follow, I believe they're under Odin. Odin? Yeah, they're under Odin, and, um, but they're like, supposed to be on the humans' side, okay? They're here to, like, fight for humans, okay? One of the Valkyries, Brynhilda, decides, how about, instead of just wiping them out, we give humanity a chance to prove their worthiness in, like, a martial arts-type tournament? Who doesn't love a good knock, you know, knock around, right? So they're like, fine, we'll do it. So they go throughout history and get humans to fight these gods, Okay, so the very first matchup in this tournament is Thor. Okay, you know, not Chris Hemsworth Thor, uh, a different, prettier, redheaded Thor, right? You get Thor fighting Lu Bu. Okay, and there are going to be people who don't know who Lu Bu is, and that's okay. I'll teach you. All right. So many, many years ago, when I was just a Whittle Jonah that was never really Whittle, I was at a Toys R Us with my mother. And, uh, oh, okay. So Toys R Us is this uh, toy store that used to exist back in the day where kids went to when they wanted to have some fun instead of causing chaos in the streets, okay? So anyway, there's this big bin, okay, of Game Boy Advance games, okay? Now, a Game Boy Advance is what we had before we had the Switch, okay? And you're like, well, you mean like the 3DS? No, no, no. Older than that, okay? We uh, uh, So, Game Boy Advance games, Game Boy, shit, the Game Boy Advance came out, damn, the SP came out when I was in the fifth grade, so that would have been like 2004. So I'm talking about the Game Boy Advance probably came out in like 2003, 2002, okay? Wow, that's old. Um, <laughs> so anyway, there's this big bin of games, and I'm looking at it, and it's like Lego something. It's Monster Truck Jam, just all this crap, and this bin of games for like 10 bucks right like mom 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 can i get a game ten dollars she's like fine 
digging, digging, the digging. All these monster trucks, Lego, monster truck, Lego, garbage games that nobody wants. Till suddenly I see this box, and on the front it says Dynasty Warriors. So I go, oh, I've never heard of this. This sounds interesting. Uh, let's check this out. So I get it home, and it is a game that takes place during, uh, like, the Warring States period, like 400, you know, 450, like, ancient China, right? Where you can join one of these, like, three families, essentially, and uh, you play through their quest line as they go to unite China under one ruler, okay? Now, in this dynasty, so you, it's, it's fairly open world, right? You, like, pick a battle that you're going to do, and then you pick your character, you're placed onto the battlefield, and then you, in an open world, fight uh, soldiers, you fight their commanders, yeah, you fight enemy leaders, and then you win battles uh, that way, okay? So, <laughs> one of these battles that you do is called the Battle of Hulao Gate, okay? And you're there, you're doing your fighting, and there is a character that appears named Lu Bu. And this game gives you two options. You can either fight Lu Bu, or you can avoid Lu Bu. And me, being the, like, nine-ish-year-old fool that I was, was like, oh boy, I'm gonna fight Lu Bu. When I say that this dude ruined my life. I mean, he looked at me and essentially my character had like a heart attack and died, okay? <laughs> no, that's not really. He came over and swung his mighty weapon at me and killed me, but <laughs> that's how fast it was. I tried fighting him a couple of times. You do like no damage to him, little to no damage, like very, very little damage to him. He will literally kill you in one hit if you're very, very lucky, two hits. But attacks in this game work, work on a combo chain, so it's not just one hit. And it was absolutely god-awful. And I opted to avoid him. And then you can later on, in a uh, later mission, you and five other very uh, powerful and important allies go and jump Lubu. And even with y'all jumping him, it takes everything and then some for y'all to actually take this guy out, okay? Just to give you an idea of how crazy strong this dude is, right? So this is the human who is going to be fighting Thor. Now you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A human is going to fight a god? That sounds crazy unfair. Yes, yes it is. So these Valkyries, there's like 13 of them. These Valkyries can essentially turn themselves into a weapon that is perfectly suited for the uh, wielder, and they are lifelinked. So if one of them dies, they will both die, okay? And the two of them start fighting. And it might be important to note that these Valkyries that have turned themselves into weapons are fully capable of damaging the gods, okay? So it's not, you know, if it was a regular weapon, they would just take it on their chest and not even be poked. But with these Valkyrie weapons, they're weapons that can hurt the gods. So it makes it a bit more fair, okay? So it's 
the battle is going okay and even though i'm going to spoil this first one this still believe me the watch value is amazing okay so there is another mission in this dynasty warriors uh game okay where the where lubu is now in, has now entered the battlefield this is after the initial battle of hulao gate he has now entered the battlefield on foot and he is um there is a mission that you have to complete that does not require you to beat lubu thank god okay now i'm going to cut back into the anime so during the fight during the sequence of fights um again i'm spoiling it but still watch it lubu's legs get like demolished okay and he can't stand. And they're like, oh, no, this isn't looking good for us. And all of a sudden, you hear this neighing and this sound of hooves hitting the ground. And a horse runs in. Okay. Lubu pets his horse. Oh, you've always been there for me. And gets onto this horse to resume fighting Thor. In the Dynasty Warriors game... The mission in this game is to keep Lubu from the horse. You can, you actually, if I recall correctly, you can like scare the horse. You're supposed to get it to a certain location uh, without Lubu getting to it. So you can like shoo the horse in a location or you can like coral it in a direction. But Lubu is coming for the horse and the horse is looking for Lubu too. So while, you know, you can go and fight soldiers, but you also kind of have to be shooing this horse along. You can't do, it's a very, you can't really do both. If (coughs) Lubu gets to his horse, the mission is an automatic fail. That's right, people. (laughs) That's the whole mission is to keep him away from the horse. According to the the like games is you know little lore legend thing that Lubu was known as like a monster when he was on foot, but when he was with red hair, who nine year old me thought they meant keep him away from the weapon. So I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense because the weapon that Lubu uses is a halberd, a very large halberd. So I said, oh, they want me to keep him away from the weapon. And it was very surprising to me. I felt this mission a couple of times, too, when I said, well, I'll just go fight Lubu since he doesn't have his weapon. And lo and behold, no, he had it. No, 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 no. They met the horse. That while Lubu was known as a monster while he was on foot, he was known as a demon, as an entirely different being altogether when he was on horseback. Okay. So that's about all that I'm going uh, to say. All right. Now, I've been a big fan of Dynasty Warriors, like I said, since, uh, since then. So that was, of course, big, big hype to me. Okay. Now, I remember. Now, I know. I said I wasn't going to spoil them, but I lied. Okay. Okay. So, like, funny one, right? Right. Okay. Billy and Mandy, right? Fight the Yin Yang twins. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> no, 
No, I've been I've been uh making jokes about that. Some of my coworkers have seen the t- uh, have seen it too. So we were talking about it. It's really good though, people. But but seriously, I would I would highly highly recommend uh checking that out. I especially liked when Jake from State Farm fought the Jolly Green Giant. That was just especially just ah peak peak anime, okay? Peak anime right there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. How much, how much do we have left? I'm at 31 minutes right now. I am going to be doing an Am I the Asshole this time around, so I'm trying to save some time for that. Get y'all to a nice, clean 45 minutes. It's just, do I really think that I could talk about this for 15? Of course I am, because it's misogynistic in nature, so of course I can talk about it. But, um... Really, really, check it out. If you go on Netflix, uh, the cover of it uh, looks pretty... It, it doesn't actually do it justice, what the anime is about, in my opinion, but definitely check it out. You can actually see on there uh, what some of the matchups are, pretty much. It's really fun to figure out the people. I'll give you all a little hint on an Easter egg, though. If you look, one of the matches on the two sides is uh, Larry the Cable Guy against Avatar Aang, Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, I'm done. I promise. I promise. I'm done. So I think I am going to go get me a sip of water, and I will come back and hit y'all with the Am I the Asshole? So today's installment of Am I the Asshole comes in a bit of a different form. Instead of reading off of a Reddit post, we are going to be watching a TikTok that someone made and essentially assessing whether or not they are the asshole. But again, I'm being clear, this is not an actual Reddit post. This isn't even a person asking if they are the asshole. I'm just turning their situation into an am I the asshole, all right? So I'm going to give you a basic rundown. This woman was dating this guy. Uh, They were actually engaged, and one of his friends were coming down to stay with them because it was the it was the uh, guy fiance's birthday. Okay, so they had had a celebration earlier in the day, and you know everybody had gone, and it was just the three of them: the lady, her fiance, and her fiance's friend. So it was around midnight. They're just you know sitting around and talking, and the friend said something to the effect of closing restaurants would make servers get better jobs. And she says, well, uh, as someone who has worked in the restaurant industry, if restaurants paid more then servers wouldn't have to uh, get new jobs. But she said that she understood the general idea of what he was saying. Okay. So, like I said, she said, well, if the restaurants paid better, then closing them wouldn't be needed. So, I'm going to pause right there, guys. And I'm going to say uh, my opinion about the whole restaurant industry. So, I feel about servers the way that I do feel about sex workers, where I support the people that are in the industry, but I don't support the industry itself. I think that the restaurant industry only works in first world countries where the economy is like booming at least the way that we do it here in america okay because in other countries like there will be like street vendors or you know 
there are restaurants in other countries too, but I think the way that they do them, or at least the way that it that they look like they do them, is uh, seems to be a lot more efficient than how we do it here. And it's funny because I think part of the reason is because of like our FDA, of like the fact that you can't really just make your food and sell it. You have to go through all these jumps and hoops and get all these certifications. Those certifications cost money. And then those, uh, you know, charges get pushed on to the people. Those things are great at all. They're, they are. It's great that we have those regulations. So that way you can't just go around poisoning people or, you know, that you're held to a standard and that's great. But I don't think that's the same case in those other countries where somebody could literally be standing there baking bread and can sell the bread that they baked just standing there. They're charging less. They're making less. It's also a lot less corporate. That's, that's the other thing here. It, it's all corporate here. It's all about one big guy at the top that owns a bunch of that owns a you know a bunch of the chains and such and a bunch of the things that are under them. So yeah, you're paying him when you're going to your restaurant and you're paying fifteen dollars for your entree. That's not going to the server. That's not even really going to the restaurant. It's going to the guy up top. And the restaurant might get maybe five bucks off that $15 entree that they just made. And that five bucks is spread to everybody in the restaurant, you know, managers, servers, you know, cooks, all that jazz. It's all very um, inefficient, I think, the the way that we do it, okay? Uh, that being said, um, I think that... Um, because of the way that our economy is right now and just the that people don't really have the money to be going out and eating the way that they used to we're going to it's going to be hitting the servers first that's who the people who are going to be feeling that you know economic shift first and foremost because it reflects in their tips and i think it really sucks that we have this tip system. I understand why it's there. But again, the tip system only works when the economy is good and people can afford to tip. Because as easy as it would be to say, if you can't afford to tip, then don't go to the restaurant. Um, that doesn't solve the problem. The problem is not that people are going to restaurants and not tipping. The problem is that restaurants are not paying servers a proper wage. And to say that it's because, well, if we had to pay our servers a proper wage, then your salad would be $47 is completely untrue. It's untrue. It is bullshit. Uh and I'm also going to include, I don't want to hear anybody say, well, being a server is not a real job. It's supposed to be an entry job. You're not supposed to this and this off of being a server. Why not? Why are you not allowed to make a living? Because I'm not saying live in the lap of luxury. I'm not saying drive around in the bins. I'm not saying have a plasma screen TV. But why can a person not make a living off of being a server? Why do you think that that is so lowly. You know, the thing is that, like, the people who say that typically go to restaurants and expect to be served. That's the crazy thing. They'll they'll go to a restaurant and expect to be served. Because, look, while I don't think that ordering takeout is the solution, if you are one of those people who looks down on servers, then, yeah, you 100% should be getting takeout. Okay, right? Cool. So we are we are all established. We're all good here on how at least I feel about it. So 
while they were talking back to them, uh, let's see. I said if the restaurants paid better, closing them wouldn't be uh, necessary. So, and this is all, again, all in her words. He started to get upset, and she could tell. Uh, and he was saying something like, all servers hate their jobs. And she was asking him where his sources were. And she could see that he was getting uh, more and more upset. And when she sees people, she says that it's maybe the petty monster in her, that when she sees people who are getting very visibly upset, um, upset over things that are uh, very stupid and just not a big deal, that she will intentionally do things to not help. So they're going, they're kind of just like, I guess, going back and forth. And then it gets to a point where he starts like yelling. He's kicking her chair and yelling about how she's a terrible host and all this. And she looks over to her fiance and her fiance is just like, guys, it's my birthday. And that was when she decided that she couldn't be with him and that she had to go. Okay. Now the comments are full of how uh, the fiance is in the wrong for not standing up for her and uh, how this guy just couldn't handle a woman who didn't agree with him. And my first question, because I did make a stitch to this, my first question is, I like where in there were you supposed to agree with him? Because to me, what I was hearing was he gave an opinion that was just kind of stupid and you understood what he was trying to say, but you wanted to argue with him. Or maybe it's not argue. Maybe argue isn't the word you want to use. You just wanted to have a conversation. Okay, well, so then that's fine. Let's just say that you wanted to have a little debate. You just wanted to have a conversation, okay? At the point that he started getting irate, and I can only speak for some men, because <laughs> I can't even say most, because there's some dudes that I know that would definitely want to sit and argue over everything. But there has to be a point, and there is a point for a lot of men, where when somebody is uh, content on being wrong, no matter how much you show them otherwise, or you know whether it's just a difference of opinion, it doesn't really matter whether or not there's a right or wrong. There's a point where you have to just let somebody be ignorant. There's a point where you have to just let somebody be wrong and be stupid. If you want to sound stupid, then I'm going to just let you sound stupid. But what I'm not going to do is drag myself down, making myself look dumb because I'm arguing with somebody who clearly wants to look stupid. Does that make sense at all, what I am saying, guys? And... um. It's just really interesting to me because she actually responded to uh, my stitch of hers. And she is essentially in there talking about how all that she wanted to do was debate and he just couldn't handle a, a debate like a mature adult, which is true. Clearly he couldn't, but I don't think it was a debate because, and this is just to me, a debate is intentional on both sides and i just from hearing her tell it it doesn't sound like it was a conversation to be had it really seemed like it was more of a passing remark of what he said and she just challenged it which is fine uh but just again i'm going to reiterate that 
once somebody is content on being wrong or just to look stupid, then I just let them. And this is not to excuse. This is not to excuse him kicking her chair whatsoever. It is a very immature and bizarre thing to do. And that brings me to my next point of the kind of person who was going to get irate over something like that. If you were just disagreeing with him, if you just disagreed and he just all of a sudden was, oh my God, I, right? You're saying that you're intentionally doing things to not make it better. What does that mean? What exactly did you mean? Now she said, I didn't make fun of him. I didn't do anything. She said, but she did say that she was in mock trial mode and she just kept asking him for his sources and just kept asking for his sources and his sources. What does it mean, though, when you say the petty monster in you intentionally does things to not help the situation? Those were her exact words. And she never really answered it. She she did say she didn't make fun of him. She said she didn't talk down to him or belittle him. And I'm going to be honest, guys, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second that she was just, well, I just don't understand how did you hear this from? Where did you get this information from? I truly believe that she was talking down to him and belittling him. Not that it makes it okay, but again, it doesn't set a good tone, okay? Um, so clearly, the kind of person who would get that level of angry over that, the kind of person that would get up and uh, start yelling at you and doing all this over what you say is a peaceful conversation, I would just let it die. And the kind of person that would do that is clearly not all up there. And throughout the comment section, she is continuing to defend why she felt the need to argue with him, why she felt or and how she saw it coming. Because this was what really stuck with me is that you say that you saw it coming. You could tell that it was he was getting very irritated, but the petty monster in you. You can't say, like, there was a story of a woman, okay? She made a video crying with a busted up lip because she was walking down the street and there was a guy, like, in front of her or something like that. And she stepped on his shoes. She said by mistake, she like stepped on the back of his shoes. And he turned around and said something like, don't step on my shoes. I beat bitches. So she looked at him and said, like, you're pathetic. And then we get this video of her with a busted lip and crying. Clearly, he put his hands on her. And the thing that people were asking in the comment section and that I asked was, if he told you, if you knew, if he said, I put my hands on women, why would you then proceed to push him further by calling him pathetic? That to me sounds like a warning. Like when frogs have rainbow colors, this dude told you how he is and you made the decision to keep going. And now you want to sit here and cry. When I was in middle school, I was going down to the gym one day and I walk in right as one of my classmates is getting reprimanded by our gym teacher. He's like, Brian, you're always late. I'm always coming, you know, having to come and find you. Yada, yada, just laying in there, Brian. He's just standing there, just like taking it. Right. So me deciding that I want to be cute goes around and I'm like, yeah, Brian, you're late, Brian. How come you're always late, Brian? And the teacher is telling me, dude, you need to walk away. 
you need to step back. And again, I'm looking at Brian, and he clearly does not find me funny. But there I am. Oh, you're always late, Brian. What's going on? How come you're always late? And you know what happened? Brian reached over our gym teacher and punched me right in my mouth, right in my lip. I had a busted up lip and everything. And you know how many people felt bad for me? Go ahead. That's right. Zero. Why? Because I was warned. I had no business. I had no business sitting there and doing what I did to him. I had no business jumping around and, and, and acting like a jackass. I got exactly what was coming to me. And I was warned beforehand that I needed to walk away. I don't believe that you, as an individual, as a person, can say, oh, I could tell that this person was this, this, and this. However, I continue to provoke them or poke them in any way. And then you call yourself the victim. Like, this is exactly what I talk about when I say that, like, even if you are a victim, not all victims are innocent, okay? There is a big difference between being victim, between being a victim and being innocent. Was this woman a victim? Sure, but she was by no means innocent because when you see it coming, like you can say it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what, whatever, if she saw it, he shouldn't have done that. Yes, this is true. That's his responsibility is on him. Then the next step after that is, well, how can we avoid this in the future? Because you never just go with plan A. What is plan B? Well, how can you avoid this in the future? Maybe don't fucking stand and poke and provoke people that you say are clearly agitated. And what I really don't get is, like, you would not, if you're driving and you see somebody under the bridge and they have a sign that says, the government's watching me, Elvis isn't really dead. Would you sit there, would you stop your car and then sit and argue with that person? And here's the thing, I'm going to say that you probably wouldn't. And if you did start to argue with that person and that person pulled out, you know, pulled out a uh, a little shiv or something to stick you with, people would have been asking you, why did you stop to argue with that person? Why did you feel the need to? And I'm going to keep coming back to this point, people. Why it... it why do you feel the need to argue with people? And it's something that I notice. And this is where the misogyny comes in, guys. So strap in. And this is what I notice with women because they, they're the comment section of her video and her general tone was all I was doing was 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 debating. All I was doing was this. And if, uh, and even if I did see that he was getting upset or you know that he was getting upset, there was still no need for. Uh, it doesn't excuse him. Okay, yeah, that's fine. He's not excused, but you have to bear some personal responsibility. But no one in there, no one in there, and not herself, were claiming any personal responsibility. And it's because I think, I truly believe that women have this feeling that they deserve to walk through this world untouched. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about assault, okay? Everyone, everyone deserves to walk through this world unassaulted, but I'm talking about untouched, where women feel like they should be allowed to do anything to a man, no matter what the hindsight is, because hindsight makes a big difference here, people. It would be one thing if she said, well, I just don't think that, or rather, I think that if the restaurants paid more, that we wouldn't have to close them, and then servers could, you know, would be fine, and then he gets up and starts going, you're a bad host, and starts kicking her chair, yeah, 
that's unglued and you're innocent there. But hindsight makes a big difference. And if you see it coming, that then puts responsibility on yourself to move accordingly. Okay. Um, but they feel like they have that right to go against that and to do anything to a man and just a man for whatever reasons, whether or not because he simply is a man and they think that we have some sort of stronger interior discipline or something like that, but that they have some expectation that a man is not going to do anything back or is not going to answer or retaliate in some sort of way. <laughs> and it's funny because she said, you know, if it had been two women, that would have that would have no way would that have gotten violent. I don't know. My story at the top of the of the episode says otherwise. I'm guessing they were arguing over right away, but who knows? It could have been something simple and one woman shot her shot on the other one two times. So you can't tell me that with women it's always peaceful like that. Though I'm not going to sit here and say that um, uh, men are the voices of reason here either. Um, I It's just crazy. like, And they feel that entitlement so strongly that they were really willing to sit and make their own cases for why they should be allowed to argue with psychos and not have any repercussion. I don't understand what the value is. Just what was the value in arguing with him? What did you get out of that? Because look, I know people that I'm that I'm friends with. Like, let's say you heard that and it was just something real stupid. I have uh, plenty of friends, guy friends, and uh, female friends who say some ignorant stuff, okay? And as long as it's not controversial i mean something about you know like black lives matter you know something you know really controversial about race like if some like if i had a white friend who said you know you're 13 of the population but responsible for 15 percent of the crimes you're all criminals like that's not something that's not what i'm talking about but something stupid about oh well if we like close the restaurants then servers could get better jobs that's stupid that's stupid. And it's not like that guy has any ability to actually close down the restaurant energy or uh, industry and put these servers out of a job. <laughs> because again, I could understand if this guy actually had some power, if this guy actually was somebody and could make those changes happen, but he's just some jackass giving an opinion. So that was already flag number one of, okay, well, this guy is missing, you know, missing a screw loose. Then he starts getting irate and you want to keep it going. I hope that like, where was that petty monster when he was kicking your chair? Like that, that petty monster couldn't have got up and punched him in his mouth. No, you know what she did guys. She looked over to her fiance and when he again said, Hey guys, it's my birthday. She then decided, Oh my God, this, this man's not going to protect me. This man's gonna, uh, this man's not here for me. And it's just wild that she expected her fiance to come in and defend her from an altercation that she had every opportunity to walk away from and decided to stay. But yet it's his responsibility to stay in and defend her. Again, I will mention the audacity of some women because there's plenty of men that are dead. There's plenty of men that are in the hospital. There's plenty of men that are in jail right now over defending a woman who didn't need 
to be defended. Okay? It's happened too many times. Too many dudes are out here losing their lives defending a woman who put herself in a situation. I'm not saying that she had to agree with what he said, but, you know, you could just stay quiet. Like, you can't make it make sense. And there were people who were in my video comment section saying, well, it's her house. It's her house. And if she, and if he didn't like it, he could have left. Well, that's not wrong. However, if you or her, because she herself never said that, but if she does believe that of it's my house and I can say whatever I want to anybody and if they don't like it, they can leave. Well, then she would be proving his point that she is a terrible host. So I'm just saying, guys, you know, when when Will Smith got on stage and slapped Chris Rock, there was a huge divide because there were people who were saying there was no reason for Will to get up on stage and put his hands on him over a joke of it was just being a joke. Right. Now, we're going to put aside the fact of who Jada is, all right? Let's just, you know, Will for what Chris Rock said about Will's wife, okay? Because you should defend your wife, even if your wife is Jada Pinkett Smith, okay? Um, he was wrong for getting up on that stage and slapping him. Yeah, 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 sorry, I totally forgot where I was. But there was a huge divide over it. And here is my thing. when. At first, when he got up there, I was 100% like against Will, going like, wow, you, he literally just said a joke, and that's all it took for you to get up there and put your hands on somebody over just a joke. And then I learned some more stuff about just their um, history of Chris Rock saying some sideways stuff to uh, to uh, about Jada or to Jada before, and him being previously told, look, you need to keep Jada out your mouth. You need to you need to keep quiet about Jada. Then he decided to keep talking and got slapped. Now that doesn't change the fact that Will should not have done it. However, however, that does change the kind of sympathy that I feel for Chris Rock because I felt sympathy for him of just all oh, all he said was GI Jane and he got slapped for it. But then you said that when you were already warned, when you were already told you need to keep quiet and you do it anyway. Sorry, dude, I don't feel sympathy for you. Just like nobody felt sympathy for me when I got punched in my lip. So, again, people, not justifying him kicking her chair, but she, like, it was, the signs were there. The signs were there, and she chose to keep driving. She, she yeah, that's, that's crazy to me. You can't make it make sense. Anyway, guys, that's going to just about do it for this episode. I really appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys uh, giving me the reviews. They really help. I don't care what you put in the chat uh, text box, but if you put something there, I will read it. Uh, I really appreciate the five stars because it keeps me uh, remotely relevant and lets other people listen to me also. Tell your friends and all that jazz. Follow the official Facebook page for the podcast in my head titled as such. Uh, I answer uh, any DMs that you send through there. You're also more than welcome to post things on the wall, um, though nobody ever does. That's perfectly cool. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Anything else? Um, hmm. No, I think that's going to just about do it for me. I am going to go watch some Emma Magnolia. And then go for a walk. So I will catch you guys later. And please, please, no matter 
why or how somebody tries to argue with you, no matter how stupid it is, no matter how ignorant they sound, please, please don't choke anybody. 